Today we talk about low DNA embryo biopsy results. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. Staying on the PGTA train that we started last week talking about mosaic embryos, this week I want to talk about low DNA biopsy results. Now, what does that mean, low DNA? Well, this is when you get a result, and instead of getting a result of the embryo as normal or abnormal, it comes back with low DNA. And as you can imagine, this is extremely frustrating, especially if you only get one or two embryos, because now you feel like, I just went through all of this, and I didn't even get a result. What was the point of doing all this testing? Now, again, the reason for PGT testing is look for many things, such as looking to see if the embryo is aneuploid, meaning abnormal number of chromosomes. It can be done for what's called structural rearrangement when you have recurrent miscarriages and you're trying to make sure that you're not going to have more miscarriages by putting back an embryo with translocated DNA. And you can also be doing it for testing to make sure you don't pass along some genetic disease. But it doesn't matter what the reason you're doing it for. It is still going to be frustrating anytime you do it. And it comes back without a result, specifically one called no DNA results or low DNA results. Now, what you're going to think at first is, man, those embryologists suck. But that's actually not what's going on here. Matter of fact, it's because your embryologists are good. Is that why you got low DNA? Well, it seems weird to say that, but let me explain. See, when you biopsy the embryo, you're trying to take as few cells as possible. And so you're shooting between three and five cells. Now you can take more cells and yes, you're going to definitely be sure that there's lots of DNA in it. But the problem is you're probably going to hurt the embryo. There's actually been studies that looked at high quality embryos versus low quality embryos. And what we find is, is that the high quality embryos, you can biopsy more cells, but those low ones, if you take too many cells, you'll actually reduce the rate of success. So you want your embryologist to not be too aggressive and just get the appropriate amount of DNA that's needed by getting the fewest amount of cells that can appropriately get the answer. Now, I know you could be thinking, well, doesn't that mean they didn't get enough? Well, not exactly again. And that's because what happens is, is that the cells are put into a buffer and then they're transported to, let's say, some place that you use, whether it's Genesis Genetics, whether that's going to be progenesis, iGenomics, genomic predictions, Natera, or even Good Start. All of them then need to process those cells. And what they have to do is they have to lyse those cells to get the DNA out of them. And then that DNA is amplified. Now, when they get something that says low DNA, what they're truly saying is that either one, there wasn't enough cells or enough DNA that survived to be able to amplify it and give a reliable result. They may have got the result. It just may not be reliable because the data is limited. And on the same token, it could mean that the DNA didn't survive the trip, that for some reason in the buffer, it didn't do as well. And so when they got it, the DNA was breaking down and they couldn't clearly say whether embryo was normal, abnormal, or whatever other thing they were looking at. Now, a 
no DNA result is saying there was no DNA in the kit that they received. And although it seems impossible for that to happen, it's really important to understand that everything is done under microscopes. And so when someone picks up cells under the microscope and then they put it into the kit and then they don't see the cells in the tip anymore and they're not in the previous dish, you have to assume the DNA is in there. But it can maybe get stuck to the top or get stuck somewhere in the, the kit. And for some reason, when they go to look at it, they don't find it. Or again, potentially things can break down and not survive. The question comes up, and this is what everyone worries about is, does this mean there's something wrong with my embryo? And so a lot of times you can read into this and think, well, does low DNA mean there's something wrong with me or wrong with my embryos? And the answer is no. There is no prediction by having low DNA in your biopsy results that's going to tell you that something's going to be wrong with your embryo, that your embryo is not going to work as well. All low DNA means is, is that either when they took the cells, some of those cells weren't good enough, and so they broke down too soon, and there wasn't as much DNA in the sample for them to reliably give a result. And it has no prediction on what that embryo is going to be. And like we said, it may not even be the embryologist from taking the cells. It could even be the cells breaking down because they're just poor quality. I find this kind of similar to when people have to have what's called a DNC. When after they had a missed abortion, they'll go into their doctor and they'll go and remove the tissue. And I'll have patients come back and be upset when they find out that their doctor didn't get everything. And they're, they're just furious. They're like, how could he not get everything? And I explained to them, no, it's a good thing they didn't get everything because if they were being too aggressive, they could cause scarring in your uterus. So it's actually a good thing that they were being vigilant and not being too aggressive to get the tissue, but not be too aggressive where they cause scarring. And so this is kind of that same situation where, yeah, it's frustrating and no one's going to say it's not. And I can assure you that the embryologist and the clinic and the doctors are all going to be upset too. But in the end, the purpose of why we try to get the fewest amount of cells is to protect your embryo, to give you the best chance of getting pregnant. And that if we were over aggressive and said, okay, now 99% of the time, we never get a low DNA result. We would get the result, but you would have a lower chance of pregnancy because we'd be taking too many cells. And so it's important to understand the reasoning of why we don't take too many cells and why we try to take the fewest amount possible. It's important to understand this doesn't happen that often. As a matter of fact, it's very uncommon. Um, probably 1% or less of all of the biopsies come back with low DNA. So the next question comes up then is, what do you do? And this is a little bit of a tough situation because if the embryo is one of those poor quality embryos, you really can't rebiopsy it because you could hurt the embryo because you've already taken, let's say, three to five cells. And if it's one of those low quality embryos, it could hurt the embryo doing the rebiopsy. Now, if it's one of those great embryos, like a you know AB embryo that's really, really good, you could then probably get away with another biopsy. And most of the studies show that it's fine. It won't hurt the embryo. But... The other question is, can you just transfer the embryo? Now, clearly, if you're doing something like PGTM, where you're trying to rid a disease, you probably can't take that risk. And so you have to rebiopsy the embryo so you don't pass along that disease. Same thing with PGTSR. 
you can make the argument that, listen, we've had multiple miscarriages. This is why we did it. We'd rather just take a chance and rebobs it. But you're doing PGTA. I think it depends on your age. If you're someone who's young, it has a very low chance of having an aneuploid embryo. You could make the argument that I'm just going to put it back. And since my risk of the embryo being abnormal is so low, I'm willing to take that risk versus risking the embryo getting harmed. However, if let's say you're 38 or above, there's a higher chance the embryo is abnormal than normal. There may be a benefit of still biopsying it. And so obviously this is the decision that you need to talk to your doctor about. But in the end, it's important to balance the outcome of rebobsing, which can hurt the poor quality embryos versus the benefit of the information. And so again, if you are 25 years old, likely the embryo is going to be normal anyways, probably just best putting it back. But if you're someone who is more mature or has one of those other problems we discussed, it may benefit you to biopsy it again. I hope this was helpful for people who have undergone PGT testing. You know, I'm going to kind of do a couple more of these about PGT. And next thing I want to do is go over inconclusive results with next week. As always, if you guys ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You can do it through my Facebook page, through my TikTok. And you can also send things to TBFT, which is Talk About Fertility Tuesday at NewDirectionFertility.com. I'm more than happy to answer those. Again, if you like these and you want me to keep doing them, please uh, let me know. Uh, Give us reviews and tell your friends about us. Until next week, I'll talk to you later on Talk About Fertility Tuesday.